The greatest problem in this world is that people are too f***ing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why? Because society made you fit into a tiny little box. And we are live. With your two favourite people. Welcome to the Feeling Alive podcast. <laughs> Feeling Alive Beautiful Souls podcast. Feeling Alive. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so here are my top lessons of 2022. Can you believe that we're at the end? I actually cannot. It's gone by so quickly. I feel like because we, I feel like as a society, I don't know, COVID season felt long, you know, like 2020, 2021, it's like a bit of a dark cloud in general. I feel like 2022, like we started to see the light, Mm -hmm. you know, and then all of us just got caught back up in life and here we are at the end of the year. I also feel like as you get older, time seems to move faster because you have like more experience. You know, when you have like little and you know, like someone says something's in two weeks and you're like that feels forever away. But like when you're getting older, it doesn't feel like mm. anyways. That's feels like, like things are moving a lot faster when you get older, for yeah. sure. especially yeah, when you're right? in your thirties. Oh yes. I'm in my thirties now. How does it feel? Um, the same you spent, you spent about a month being 30 <laughs> yeah i feel the same um i've been loving getting the compliments when people are like there's no way you're 30 i'm so here for that but i actually feel really good like i'm really proud of who i am going into my 30s i feel like i put a lot of pressure on where i should be by the time i'm 30 in some ways but i also feel like 30s feels like freedom like i feel like in your 20s you're figuring yourself out and you care more about what other people think And at least in my experience, I was like, I feel like I give less fucks about what people think of me. I feel like I'm owning who I am more. I'm more confident who I am. Like, I'm thinking of the girl that walked into her 20s. She was, like, so insecure and so, like, cared what people think. She was such a nice girl. And she had so much, like, shit that she didn't know that she needed to work through. And I feel like walking to my 30s, I'm like, I've done good. Mm -hmm. I've done good. I'm proud Mm -hmm. of myself, you know? Yeah, you should be. Thank you. You've done a really good job. Um, but 2023, that was, uh, sorry, 2023 is coming. 2022, what an interesting year. Yeah. We started off in... We started off in, actually, we started off in Nelson. Oh, yeah. Nelson, Nelson which... just had my lung collapse. Yeah, Luca had just had his lung collapse, and that was Which's traumatic. So that I had that. That was really weird. Um, yeah. But magical alignment happened, as it always does. Like, we yeah. have... Like, I think that one day, like, I think that we'd have to give ourselves like five years, but I actually think that we should write a book of all the like miraculous things that happened in our life because Mm -hmm. it's actually crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, but it's normal, but I'm still like baffled by like the things that work out for us guys, like the ways that money comes into our life, the ways that people find us, the ways that synchronicities line up, the people that we meet, like our, this is our daily life, like our travel, like it's actually crazy but i also know it's because we're really living in alignment with who we are yeah i think yeah it's 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 one we live in alignment with more of who we are i yeah. think there's definitely elements that we all constant like we're shifting out of and more yeah. into in, in certain ways and yeah. certain areas of our life but it's also because I, I think we've cultivated this sense of trust and surrender as well yeah. like it can be quite frustrating dealing oh with the God. uncertainty and the stuff, uncertainty sort of has been hard yeah. yeah and then we were under a lot of uncertainty at the beginning of this year like we had so much that was unknown because at the beginning of 2022 we were basically waiting for luca to get his permanent residency to canada 
because he couldn't leave. Like we literally couldn't leave the country um, if he didn't get it. Um, And so that was really challenging because like, remember we we met a lady in March of 2022. I will never forget this because we are waiting for our permanent residency. We're like hoping to God it would come any day. And we met this lady at a cafe and she's like, yeah, I applied 18. No, it was like almost two years ago and she still hadn't heard anything. And I was like, oh my God, please let that We ended up like saying, clear that, clear that. Yeah, I'm like, clear that from our phone. One thing we do is when we see that in our life or we see something in our life that sort of confirms where like a confirms the negative of what we're going what we're currently yeah. experiencing yeah. we sort of we say to ourselves all right we clear that from our field we stop yeah. that from happening and we just declare that yeah um that it's, was something that you would you i add this is from my mentor that yeah, she taught right. me this but it's an important thing because sometimes there will just be things that show up on our life um and everything that we are shown it gets a little bit trippy, but everything in our life is there for a reason. And sometimes if you see things like, I think it was like the other week we were driving to see family in Perth and we saw a really bad car accident, remember? And mm-hmm. everyone had slowed down. And so something like that, we're like, clear that from our field, clear that from our field, clear yeah. that from our field. Um, we don't want anything to do with that. So like things like that, or like if I, I would do this all the time with the guy that like when we were in Vancouver, we had this neighbor next door who literally sound like he was on the edge of his deathbed like it was oh, the yeah. nastiest cough i'd ever heard it was so gross and it was so loud and like the houses are quite close together in that area and so we'd always hear it and whenever i would hear it i'd be like clear that from my field yeah so that's a good little one that you can that, you, that yeah one that you can use just in your own thing like when things are coming up in your life and you notice stuff that are sort of the negative side of what you want to experience just clear it from your field yeah and so yeah, we had that. We had the we had the we had the PR. And it's funny enough, the month, the next, the next like two weeks later, the next two weeks we got permanent. You, I got we, permanent we residency. Got permanent I got approved. It was and April six or something. Wasn't yeah, it? and then yeah. we booked a ticket to Australia, and we're like, let's do this. Booked a ticket to Australia, flew out, and we're waiting for the card to arrive because you can't fly unless you oh have the God, permanent yeah. resident card. So we're waiting for that to arrive, and it arrived. Then we like, got COVID. The next week. then we got COVID. Um, I was that was a long I had long COVID yeah. too. I had to go I, get and some then I ID went through treatment. some intense personal stuff. Yeah, you went through some shit, and uh, it was just. And then we yeah. went to Perth. And then we went to Perth, and then we left Perth. Then went we, to Bali. We planned. We, we found planned a retreat. Wedding. No, our wedding. Yeah, oh. our retreat. But yeah, our wedding. And our retreat. Our wedding. You remember that we're getting married. And our wedding. <laughs> yeah, our wedding. We planned our wedding. Yeah. Which was exciting. Um, and then we, but our retreat, which we're actually like, like I'm excited about our wedding. It's just different level. It's just different. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um. Uh, yeah, we planned our retreat. We went to Bali. We went back to Canada. Then we went to the Dominican Republic. We went to New York City. I had my 30th birthday. And then we came back to Bali. And I had in. my 32nd birthday. Yeah, the second. That I had that in Australia though. Yeah. So there's a lot of, and like, I think the important thing to like, uh, look at me just taking over your podcast. Um, I think the important thing to remember is like, we're telling you guys the highlights because that's what I choose to remember. But also know that there were so many days in this past year, like how many times did we sit on the couch at our home in Vancouver and I was crying? Yeah. Right? Like, um, and how many days did we talk about and move through stuff that you were feeling really frustrated about? Yeah. Like, and there was like, and so, I go through this. I go through big waves of that. Yeah. I'm fucking frustrated. Yeah. It's the same going. But it's life though, right? Yeah. That is life. That's what I said to my group today. We finished our, our finale of higher power for six months. They joined me three times of three times a month. 
and we moved through the principles of higher power the keys of higher power and i said to them like don't expect perfection after this like mm-hmm. that's not the yeah. goal yeah. don't expect expect yourself to not get triggered don't expect yourself that you should have it all under control because we don't we're not yeah. meant to yeah there's a point unless you're enlightened i feel like the only thing that you're really going yeah peace you're going to get is when you get to that stage otherwise you're going to experience it temporarily yeah and that's, that's life. what we came here to experience and so like life still gets to be beautiful but there will be hard things and i think the thing is that we just get good at is that we get better at moving through the hard things are you better at moving through hard things i, I would say so yeah, i feel I like agree. i'm really good at holding myself through hard things it still sucks when it happens like especially when you're going through some dark emotions or some oh, deep stuff like yeah getting stuck in an emotion can be very uncomfortable and some I like I've been like this year I had a lot of for there was a while I was going through a lot of physical stuff that was really hard mm-hmm. um that I was really frustrated about and I had to like work through that and like there was definitely moments I li- did I I literally said this like earlier this year I was like I felt like I was being fucked over by the universe mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said those words and I now clear that from my field um but like that's how like there were some really really hard times um but and, and there will be next year and there will be in the future, but it's just like how you deal with that. And I think like now that we have the tools to deal with the things, it's not that we don't go through the hard things. It's just, we actually move through the hard things like quite rapidly, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, and we have the tools to hold ourselves through. And then also in that, I don't know, I say this to my clients sometimes, but there is like this, I don't know if weird or bizarre is the right word, but there is like some beauty there's beauty in the darkness there's beauty in the sad moments there's beauty in the heartache when you choose to rise through that or after it like when you're moving through it though right when Mm. you can like hold yourself through like you know especially when i've done this in my group spaces like in worthy and now in reclamation it's like okay you're going through this really hard thing and it's heart-wrenching but like there is this beauty in it in this crazy way because if anything it reminds you how lucky we are to be alive how beautiful life actually is it reminds us in the polarity of what bliss actually feels like it reminds us how lovely and beautiful it is to be able to do the simple things that we sometimes take advantage of until we are hit with sickness or a hard day or a bad moment or something happens you know like I broke my toe this year and I was like fuck I really take for granted what it, how easy it is to walk and it was so hard to walk for a while there and I was in a lot of pain right like and but now I'm walking again and I totally forget about it and so in those hard moments there is like a level of beauty there if we choose to find it that's mm-hmm. what I believe at least yeah absolutely I think the hard times are what make the great times even better yeah so here's my top lessons um tell me Luca 2022 I find I, overall was a great year yeah yeah I think so you need a stamp of approval yeah <laughs> stamp of approval okay cool so luke has been through it just so you guys know if only we could do it like that like you go first you know like one of those like you go first and then let me know how it is and if it's good i'm gonna come and if it's not i won't (laughs) yeah but then i'll say lean the fuck in Mm -hmm. get it done girl and then you would because you you, say that until you have a hard moment and you're like ah this is so hard (laughs) but you would when i tell you to lean yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty badass yeah, and I think we, we do that for each other too. It's like we try and we raise each other up. I think that's really important in someone is like rise up, man. Like you've you've got to find that person or you've got to be around those people 
that call you to rise up mm. um, and doing it in a way that's it's healthy, right? Like you don't want someone to always call you a little bitch, but there's some days you just need to be called a little bitch. <laughs> Right, and I think sometimes like we can get we can allow others to rise up just through our presence too, right? Because it's not even that we actually have to say anything to someone, but just for allow us being our elevated version of ourselves inspires the other person to rise up. Absolutely, like you and your light brighten someone else. You remember that? Quote that. You remember those when I'm one of the things that I have I have to work through as a human and who I am as a person is that like. This is something I talked about in Magnetic this year, but it's like allowing yourself to shine bright. Um, and I was saying to you, you this the other you day, bubbly, bubbly yeah, self? I'm really bubbly, like most of the time, not always, but most of the time. And um, I, my teammates love them. Very He's, cheesy too, you are. I'm so cheesy. Very cheesy. Um, and Luke is the opposite. He's like deep, dark indie, like Wednesday Adams. This is his dream girl, like type of thing. <laughs> but like, I'm not kidding. <laughs> And so we're like, I'm like fucking sunshine farting rainbows. And he's like, loves to be in his, his, I'm like melancholy. Yeah. I like listening to like moving music. Yeah. Moody like, music. It was Christmas day guys. And he, he was like, we need to listen to deep, dark India. I was like, there's no fucking deep, dark India today. It's Merry Christmas songs. Okay. <laughs> um, and so one of the things that I've had to like work through and hold is like allowing myself to be in my light. Cause my teammates, like I said, bless them would literally say to me some days, can you, they're like, can you stop smiling so much? You're annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I don't know why I'm sharing that with you, but I yeah. think I had a point. Well, I think, yeah. yeah, it's shining bright. It's allowing myself to shine bright. And, yeah. and I think that's all, like, that for you, it might not be shining bright, but for you, it might be, like, some people are really intelligent and allowing yourself to be really intelligent. Some people are naturally really lucky. I say lucky because they create their luck. And so allowing yourself to own that. Like, you're naturally good at a lot of things and allowing yourself to own that and not feeling like you have to dull yourself for someone to feel better about themselves yeah like for instance you're really good at a lot of things but you being really good at a lot of things makes people feel insecure yeah totally. or you wouldn't do that you wouldn't stop that yeah but come to our retreat we'll go through all this shit together <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> this is gonna be epic um, oh, gonna be amazing. okay so, so let's talk my, about what some of your lessons were oh, Luca. Sorry, you ETI. tell me um my top lessons of i've got three i wanted to give you three of my top lessons Love three. That's a good number. Of 2022. Two. <laughs> I was about to say 2023. Um, all right. Can you guess what number one is? I mean, I can because I can see it. Can people guess it? Well, no. No, they can't, can they? What is it? My biggest, one of my biggest lessons of 2022. Indecision can be disguised as surrender. Now, there's a, a, if you've been following me and you follow me, you talk, you will hear me say surrender, let go of control, trust in the process. But one of the big things that I learned this year is that indecision comes in and you can call it surrender. Mm-hmm. Like um, I think about the times where we, the time where we needed to make a choice. Where do we want to be? Because we said we needed to, we were going to go away for this period of time this year. Mm-hmm. And we said, where are we going to be? Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, I don't know. We're just going to go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't really have a decision. And then one day we were just like, we just need to make a decision. 
Yeah, we were we were in the waiting energy. Yeah, and I think that that the wait the waiting energy is kind of similar to the indecision energy, where it's just like if you're in the waiting energy, you're gonna only attract more waiting, yeah. basically, right? Like yeah. if and so we had been in that waiting energy because I think the world was kind of in the waiting energy because of COVID and because of the borders and because of the vaccine, and then we were in that because of Luca's PR, and then there was something else that me and Luca have on our vision list for next year, which we won't share about. And we were waiting for that. And it, we just kind of got to this point where we're like, we're just going to stop fucking waiting. Like it is now, it is now in this moment, it's happening. I choose to be in the energy of it's happening. Not I'm waiting for it to yeah. come. It's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know where we're going to yeah. go. I don't when know. You say, and when you say, I don't know, I you don't keep know. attracting. I don't know. Yeah. Right. So we were like, okay, well, let's just get it done. Let's make a decision. Because one of the things that I'm big on is you have to meet the universe halfway. You have to yeah. meet life halfway. Like yeah. it can't, it, it's not always going to come knock on your door and say, hey, here's everything you've been wanting. Yeah. Like, and that's one of the big things that I've learned. Um, but the surrender part, that kicks in when your plan deviates, right? So when the plan that you've yeah. made, the choices that you've made, surrender kicks in when that deviates. Yeah. But you have to be, because I, I talked to you about this today as well. A lot of times people don't actually trust themselves. They're oh, waiting so and waiting funny. and waiting for signs to come forward. Yeah. And when they don't, they're like, oh, I can't make a decision. Yeah. And they call it surrender. But it's a lack yeah. of self-trust and, and indecision. It's so funny that you say that because I was talking about that with my clients today about self-trust. There's themes, guys. Themes come up. Um, and um, self-trust is such a big thing. Like the more that you can build your self, sorry, your self-trust bank, and I think it's even more so like, it's not that you don't trust yourself. Um, it's that you have to realize all the places that you do have trusted yourself. Right. I say this to my clients. It's like, you can trust yourself to wipe your ass. <laughs> like you can trust yourself to feed yourself. You can trust yourself to get cl- dressed in the morning. So now we just get to apply that to other things in our life and get, for it to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then we get to trust ourselves to figure it out. But like, I think like uh, along the lines of what you're saying in the sense of like surrender kicks in when the plan deviates, that really happened to us with the whole going to the Dominican Republic this year. Mm. That was crazy. And that was, we had a lot of ease. Yeah, we did. Yeah. There was a lot of ease, which was quite proud of us. Yeah. Yeah. We, we handled that really well. I feel mm. like we handle chaotic situations quite well. Yeah. But it's the second time we definitely did. Oh, I definitely didn't. <laughs> Speak for yourself. But yeah. yeah, no, I've improved as well. I've improved. I used to stress You're very more. good under time pressure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, yeah, so my, my thing is time pressure. Yours is like more like long-term stress. Yeah, long-term stress. Yeah, the face go. that you just made then no, no, was just, so funny. It's just a good thing. It's like, yeah. it's a good realization because yours is more long-term, mine's more short-term. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, five, five, five. Yeah, there it's she so did. true. She just pointed it out. Five, yeah. five, five. It's very true. So that's that's one of the big things. So what I would say for you guys is like, for you listening is, don't be in the waiting energy or in the indecision energy. Learn to trust yourself. Like mm. you, you've got enough information around you, and there are times where you do actually surrender and you go, you know what, I don't have a definitive answer of what I would like to do. I don't have, but. Are you investing? Check really check in with yourself. Are you investing the time to find the right answer? Yeah. Like for example, one of the big things that we've done a lot this year in our traveling um is we've done a lot of house sits. 
Um, and like, there has been some crazy divine synchronicities for that, but also, and like, we've had friends that have been like, how do you guys get so lucky? And you always get the best one. And, and we've done that like to be cost of effective. And it's also really nice to like live in a home and we love dogs and like everything is like worked out perfectly. But also like, I've actually, I, I take responsibility. Like I've, I've basically made all of that happen, right? Like you should see me. Like I've like, I, it's not like I just like wait for someone to knock on my door and be like, Hey, I have like you were this looking place. Every day. I was looking every day. Yeah. I was That's looking for places every day for us to find. And like, um, sometimes for like a couple weeks, but then I was in the energy of like, no, this is the exact dates that I want it for. And it, like that happened multiple times, mm -hmm. right? The exact dates that I wanted it for. And then we manifested it into existence, but I was actually working towards that. And sometimes I think that like, like exactly like what you said, that it's, we have to remember that we play a part in it mm -hmm. all. Right. And we have to show the, up you're consistently. You're the only part that is played. What do you uh, mean? Like, well, the universe. Yeah, yeah. But you are the creator of it. So yeah. it's like, that's not bring anyone else into this. Yeah. You bring it all into action. Yeah. Yeah. So it starts, the action starts with you. Yeah. So that's big lesson. Number one, number two, this was huge in the later half of the year. Sign the contract. I just, I love, this is something that Luke has been talking about for the past couple of months. And he just, I think he just like one day I like came out of my office and he's like, he was just, he was just in a big dick energy. He's like, I just need to fucking sign the contract. Just sign the contract. I was like, okay, Jerry Maguire. Like, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it was like, do we have a legal document? <laughs> like, what do you mean by sign the contract? Yeah. This is sign the energetic contract. Um, I find this to be so prevalent for a lot, nearly all of us, all of us who are complaining about something, we're waiting for something, we're wishing for something to come forward, we're desiring something better, and or we're, we're questioning whether there is something better, and so when we're half committing, we've got to stop half committing. We've got to stop trying to change the past or the things that are already done that can't be undone. Mm right we have to it starts with acceptance signing the contract is the energetic contract between you and the thing you're having an issue with the you mm -hmm. and the thing that you're currently experiencing when you sign the contract you begin to radically accept it you're like okay this is the contract between me and you i'm going to face you i'm going to f f like front up with you and i'm going to to look you straight in the eyes and i'm going to deal with you head on Mm. And then I'm not, and then I'm going to do whatever it takes to to shift out of your field and shift and and shift you away from my life. Well, where do you think that you did that this year? I think, uh, well, I've got a few clients examples. My example when I came out of that whole situation with you, and I was like, I think it was more around me and like social media, me and my path, like me and the work that I'm doing. I'm like, mm. I've got to i've got to really embody what i do not I've, well you do i do but it's more like i've got to uh, show up online mm -hmm. more with that presence because i think mm -hmm. there's definitely been parts of me that are like you know is this really like what i want to do is yeah. this really like the type of field that i want to work in like could i go and do this like i was you know yeah. i've got a big entrepreneurial side and i had you had the, like the dabble energy kind of the devil energy you know, he was and a dabbler so i'm like no let's fucking get this shit done yeah. like this is what i love this is i do love this deep down i am fucking amazing at it 
fully commit to it. So I had to sign the contract for everything that I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, and that was me just declaring and dedicating myself fully to this. It yeah. could be with a partner you could yeah. be doing this with. This could be with a job or a career path similar to me that you're doing this with. Yeah. This could be to a past experience, say parents and childhood issues that you've had. Yeah. Sign the fucking contract. That's just what happened to you. Well, I That's think- what you're currently experiencing. And then declare, okay, maybe this isn't for us. I'm going to accept the yeah. fact that this contract isn't for me anymore and I'm going to rip it up and well, I'm going to leave. You really did that in our relationship as well. Like a few years ago, mm-hmm. I feel like we had a, I had a point where, um, Luca, I feel like you were probably not that you were half in half out. I, I mean, it's, it was a very layered thing. Um, I think for both of us, uh, but I feel like you were kind of more in the place where because of your trauma and the things that you had been through in the past, you were kind of one foot in one foot out. Hmm. Right. And then, then there was like a very noticeable shift where you were like, okay, I'm in. And then from that space, it's like, I feel like our, of course we have our challenges, but it's like, I feel like our relationship has just gotten better and better and better, Mm -hmm. you know, in so many ways since that decision of like, okay, we're both all in on this. Mm -hmm. Like this is our person. We're going to fucking do this. And so that's been big for our relationship. That has to be two parties, right? I think in a relationship is a bit different. You can't, you need two parties to sign the contract, but it, it, I think so many people do this with their business. They're like, Oh, okay. I'm just going to put half a foot in until I like kind of feel like I'm successful. So it's safe enough to go all in But it's like more like an energetic decision. It's like, are you energetically going to be like, okay, let's fucking do this. Are you energetically all in? Yeah. Right. And that's all in with your experience in life too. I think, there's things that you're all in with that you're committing to right now that are presently there, but the signing the contract is also like a, a fully accepting what has happened in your life. This is your story. This is what's happened to you. This is why, you know, stop the fighting, stop the arguing, stop the blaming, stop the criticism, stop the judging, yeah. stop the wishing things were different, stop waiting for something better to come, stop, you know, half committing to things. It, it's a full circle. It's not just your past. It's also your present as well. So, yeah. and it's not just your present. It's always, it's also your past too. So for you, think about, you know, what area is it for you right now? Sign the contract between it. Now, that doesn't mean you engage in a contract forever. It means, okay, I'm fully coming to terms with this or I'm um, I'm fully coming to terms with the way my parents treated me. I'm mm. fully coming to terms with, you know, that time I was abused, you know, or I'm fully coming to terms with that time that I was bullied and it keeps impacting me now. Fully accept it. Sign the contract. Accept it. Now, let's move on. Once that's signed, let's let it go. Let's let it go. We don't want to attach to it. It doesn't become a binding agreement with who you are and your identity. It becomes, it becomes, uh, it, it almost releases itself. It's like a paradox. You sign it, it releases, it releases the contract because mm. that's what acceptance does. That's the start of forgiveness. That's mm. the start of letting go. Yeah. And that's the start of transformation. Yeah, it really is. I guess what you're saying with signing the contract, it is like acceptance and acceptance is such a powerful piece in manifestation because you cannot attract more if you don't accept what is mm-hmm. and you have to accept where you're at in the beautiful messy, dark, bright, wherever it is to be able to move on. And so Mm. I feel like that's kind of the essence of numero dos. Yeah. Right. Number three. (gasps) Jinx. No take backs. My God. (laughs) 
Every trigger is a reflection of you. That's Were you just three. triggered by me? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Every trigger is a reflection oh. of you. This is Big. huge. This is a theme and uh, this has been a theme for the whole year, but I've it's really just... like doubled down on this and, and yeah. just because I wanted to embody that on a deeper level because I that's one of the core teachings that I, I share with my clients and yeah. share online Yeah, is that and, and for, for a lot of people it baffles me that they haven't allowed this to sink in for themselves because it takes a special person. And I really dove deep into this with um, humans, the humans in my high power group was teaching them the first step was to take full ownership. Like we can't move forward until you take full ownership of who you are. So when I look at this, I'm like our triggers. When I say our triggers is a reflection of you, what you will f- what you'll find is that um, when you get when you have a trigger, it's here to either teach you something you need to learn or shift away from. Mm. And that shifting away is from a behavior that you're seeing as a reflection of you. But it's also when you need to learn something, you could be getting triggered because you need to learn to step into something and become something or you need to shift away from becoming what you've always would you say as well it's something from like could you be triggered by a version of who you were in the past as well i think who you still are at a different Uh, level yeah not necessarily who you were in the past because it's still currently showing up in your field yeah that's true because well you had a really like with a friend you had a realization with a friend um with brillafad oh yeah yeah yeah. When like in just a conversation that you had with a friend and like, I won't share like what you talked about, but like basically something that you were talking about with them, yeah. just that was going on in their life. Um, it's like you realize that, oh, that was a conversation. Yeah. It was like, oh, that's actually also in me. Um, not that you were necessarily well, that, triggered No, yeah, that it. wasn't a, that wasn't a trigger, but this is, this is the case where like, this is another layer to this. Like yeah. triggers are a reflection and then there's a deeper layer to this where everything is a reflection, but I won't yeah. go too deep <laughs> into that. Um, that's for another time. I feel like that's like uh, mastermind material like, that we yeah. go through because yeah. it's, it's <laughs> quite complex. Retreat. Yeah, it's retreat. I'll do a retreat. <laughs> yeah. But the, the triggers are like if you're getting pissed off, you've got to sit with it, you've got to own it and you've got to reflect on it yeah. because that what you're looking is at a piece of yourself. The same... So when with that situation that Danielle was talking about, you'll see people in on a deeper level that whatever you judge, right? So a trigger can be a judgment. You can see, okay, I'm judging this person for that. I could be angry at this person for doing something. I could be jealous of what someone else is doing because that's also a reflection of something that you want to do. What about like someone... This is a conversation we were actually having with a friend recently around Andrew Tate, yeah. Um, cause I'm triggered by him because I think that I do not like him <laughs> yeah. in my opinion, um, based on how he like puts his energy out there, what some of his beliefs are and, um, the way that he speaks about women in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I feel really triggered by him. Um, and if you guys don't know who Andrew Tate is, he, he's kind, he was kind of got big this year and then he literally got canceled by the internet. Um, and like, how would you say that that's a reflection of me? Well, first of all, like social media, I, I believe like social media can be very biased. 
Yeah. So it's why you've seen one story, someone else has seen another story. And yeah. so I have a different perspective to you. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm an advocate for Andrew Tate, but I think we should all like, don't be so quick to jump on what social media do yeah. because that's what the news is like, right? They'll Yeah, like I still think that you can Like there's learn... literally two news networks in, in, in America yeah. that feed two different well, political parties. Yeah, like bodies. I think that you can learn Isn't from that people crazy? that you don't necessarily like. Like I sure. don't so necessarily case... love... Uh, what's his name? Hermosi. Like I, I think that there's some things that are awesome about him, some things that her inspire me, and some things I'm like I would I don't love that, yeah. but I can still learn from him. But someone like Andrew Tate, like how is that a reflection of me? So, what don't you like about him? Um, he just seems like a misogynistic prick. Okay, so you don't like misogyny. Yeah, now, like, this doesn't mean you're a misogynistic yeah. prick. Well, this is a good like thing I said, because I think this, this is, is a good example yeah. because. You might not, you might like, so this is why I'm saying you want to learn, you want to either learn something or you want to shift away from something. You're learning something about yourself or you're shifting away from something. I know you personally, so I know you that. Know you know me? Yeah. But you, you actually, you actually despise misogyny, right? Yeah. So. Misogyny is the like distreatment of women. Yeah. And so the inequality of women, inequality right? Inequality of women. And I've seen in your family growing up where you've had an ex- your, the women in your family, not necessarily your sisters, but your mum mm. has, and your mum's mum have had sort of a backseat. Yeah, they, they played more traditional feminine roles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, and especially As coming like from... As like homemaker, mother. Exactly. And especially so. coming from Australia too, where... Yeah, Australia can be very misogynistic. Can be very misogynistic. So it's almost like you're learning a little bit about this ex- this sort of past experience from your generations where you don't tolerate that anymore. And so what you're learning to become is an independent, strong, yeah. and resourceful woman. Yeah. And so it's not necessarily what you're triggered by that's your personal experience but from your ancestral experience my ancestral experience is triggered yeah because, well you're carrying that right yeah. so we all carry this we all carry this shit from our parents and our parents parents and yeah it's like it didn't start with you that book by yeah. mark Hyman or whatever his name is it's mark Hyman. yeah yeah so in this case like what are you learning i feel like i learn a lot from andrew tate in the way that i want to be as a human being and at, the, um, and at the same sense, is there anywhere in your life where um, you can act in a similar way? And this is we got to get really honest with ourselves when we do reflect on these things yeah, because it can be really a lot uncomfortable. of the, it can be really uncomfortable because a lot of the times, like I said, you've got to own it. Yeah. Because um, uh, there's an Andrew Tate in all of us. Yeah. And that's what that's what, what is so uncomfortable for a lot of people is like, oh, I'm not Andrew Tate. But I'm like, there's an Andrew Tate in all of us. There's a misogynistic, there's a racist, there's a prude, there's... That's bold for you to say. No, there is, because I know what I think. I'm just not bold enough to say it. And it's not necessarily me that's thinking it or saying it. It's yeah. these conditions it's these these things you've heard like i grew up in country australia i've heard fucking all sorts of shit you know what yeah. i mean but when I don't you say on a deeper level like every trigger is a teaching not necessarily every trigger is a reflection of you i feel like i could learn so well, much the from andrew the Tate. reflection of you is teaching you something if you look at it it's, it's it is a, it, it, it is a teaching that reflection is a teaching yeah yeah I have a hard. I, it's hard for me to accept that there I, there could be entertainment. Well, let's, let's just have a think about this. Like, yeah. is there a part of you that has um, 
I know you're, this is like a deeper level, right? So is there parts of you that has this sort of superiority over other people? Superiority? Yeah, like a sense of superiority Um, that you might feel, and not necessarily that you're acting on, but you might feel ashamed about. That I feel ashamed about? Yeah. Um, Because the trigger of Andrew Tate is like, you're avoiding it. Right. Sometimes you're like, I don't like seeing him. Cancel. Avoid. So sometimes what we're actually looking at is a deeper part of our shadow. Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard to accept that he might be in me, though. This is the I superiority. This, well, this I what difficult. I could see, what I can see is that he could come across to people as he comes across to me as very like abrasive and aggressive in his sharing of his message i do see how maybe some people could think that i am abrasive or aggressive in the way that i share what i believe in it's like you have to like find your worth and follow your dreams and like some people might be like fuck you shut up like mm. yeah maybe that part is in me yeah i could i think that. you are quite bold in how you I, speak yeah and i can be i can get really like intense <laughs> yeah and that's something that yeah it, it's a cool lesson but i also yeah. think too like you've you've had a lot of challenges with like feeling privileged yeah right so there's that yeah that feeling of like being like a white woman that was born into a family that and i went to a private school like that's something that i like had to work through a lot yeah you know in comparison to like even just your upbringing which is so different from mine yeah you know, and so, but what does it have to do with so, Andrew Tate? Well, it's just saying like you're, you're, there's deeper levels of like that sense of superiority because like the white people have had this like superior caste. But also this same thing is like, well, how can you, what we also can be learning too is like how, these are just all examples, right? So we'd probably just have to spend like an hour like fully doing this and diving deep, but I'm just giving people Love an example. Love how this became a coaching session. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a conversation. I'm yeah. not coaching you, but it's, it's something like, I think it's really important for people yeah. to sort of hear, okay, well, let's, let's get a real life example. But one of the other things too is like, how can we give one person compassion that, you know, seems to be deserving it, but not another. Yeah. That's why I love with like, and I didn't grow up religious. I didn't grow up Christian. I didn't grow up Catholic, but I, I was introduced to Christ later. Jesus. Not through, yeah, Jesus. Um, Jesus Cristo. And I, what I really enjoyed about it was not getting taught his ways through any dogma or Bible or be- belief system, but through my own experience and yeah. being like, this guy was the fucking walking image of compassion. Yeah. He didn't sit there and say, you're gay, you can't be loved. You're this, you can't be loved. He went into the, the house of the Pharisees where everyone, you know, despised and was having dinner with them. Where he said, you can't do this. You know, all his followers said, you yeah. can't go to the house of the Pharisees. And then he goes into the, the brothel and goes and speaks with the prostitutes and, and forgives them and, and, and holds them in the same light that he holds yeah. all these other people. Yeah. So at the same sense of that's like one, you, yeah it's like we are all one right who you what whoever you see that you despise if we believe that we basically are the universe in human form then we also are everyone and then we also are the parts of the people that we don't like and then those people are shadow versions of ourselves or parts of ourselves that we're not accepting and so if we can't ultimately love every human being then yeah, I don't know. And there's an, and and if we look deep enough, <laughs> that's a, this is a there deep is a, like I said, I, I stand by the fact that there is an Andrew Tate in all of us, and we just have to own that. And that's yeah. that part of us where it's like the the whole ponopono, zero limits, where 
it, we the healing of this world can be done to, yeah. through the healing of ourselves yeah. and the acknowledgement of where it is within us. It's a self identity whole yeah. point upon it. Where is it in? Where is he in me? And if you search diligently and honestly enough, and those are the two keys: diligently and honestly enough. Doesn't have to be done in a five minute podcast like now, but if we all have a good look, we can find those people in us. Um, yeah, especially the people that trigger us. Especially the people that trigger us, and yeah. that you know where I think for you too is also learning to like not have a biased ink bias to be the leader that you are and to formulate a very well-rounded opinion that brings people brings like truth to the world because truth can also be to learn that from him yeah to learn because he doesn't do that no well well he has an opinion that's yeah. okay but what I'm saying is for you you don't do it don't do what have both sides right why are you saying that? Well, you just said he doesn't do that. So I've got to learn that from him. Well, so you, I don't so do you, that. So you don't. So make sure, okay, can I have a biased opinion? Can I make sure I'm not having a biased opinion? He's got an opinion formulated probably from many different experiences. We don't know that. His opinion is probably greatly expressed from his truth based on his experiences. And so maybe his, this, I'm, oh, there's so many layers here. So I'm just throwing them all at you. Maybe you're just not bold enough. Maybe you've just got to learn to like yeah. step up and be as bold as he is because he is actually shining the light so bright that you deeply want, but you don't have the guts to Well, he's to do definitely it. owning who he is. I mean, I give him credit for that. At what point though, do you like say like, there's actually stuff that's not okay. Like advocating for hurting women and children and stuff like that. Like there are like, at what point do we get to morally be like, well, this just isn't okay anymore. Like, do we have to accept every single person? Do we, or do we just have to come from the space of like, yeah, hurt people, hurt people. And there also are things that are not okay. It doesn't mean I have to accept everything because I don't want to accept everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. No, you know? I mean, you, you don't use this to be like, oh, I accept everything. Let, let's go on and let's create this like hellhole of, a, of an earth. Yeah. But you first have to acknowledge that you get to formulate an opinion. Yeah. But two, you get to turn it back inwards and go, okay, where is he in me? Where is where are they in me? Yeah, that was that's that's, the hardest I part. feel you. I feel you. That's hard though. That's really hard with people that really trigger you. I know like Donald Trump for some people is another one like yeah. that. But then you, you also but remember this isn't just about everything is like everything is internal and I'm doing the same thing that this guy's doing. I'm actually learning things that I need to because of this person. So I'm learning things about myself. It's not all like, okay, it's all the bad shit is me. No, all the good shit that I need to step into is coming through because of this person. Yeah. So I need to be an advocate for human rights. I need to fight for uh, yeah. equality for women. Like these things activate you, activate you. So I'm saying there's two sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Are you learning something that you're doing in your unconscious self or are you learning something that you need to be doing in your conscious self to step up? So Andrew Tate is going to teach you multiple different things. I'm taking you an example here, right? The person mm. who triggers you listening on the podcast is going to bring up multiple different things. Yeah, for you. we can learn just as much, if not more, from the people that trigger us than the people that we admire. For sure. Right? It's just going to be in a different way. Yeah. And if we allow ourselves to accept that, you know, and I think that this is a big thing with like, um, I hear this a lot with in, in a great way with like, if you're talking about in the coaching world, like hiring a coach online, there's a lot of people that they are the coach that they end up working with 
also like triggers them or they triggered them at one point, you know? And I think it's actually a really good thing if your coach triggers you. Even my mentor who I love and trust and like literally has asked, I have asked her to marry us. <laughs> like she triggers me at times, but I think like what's a good reminder is in this conversation is being triggered isn't actually a bad thing. It actually can be one of the greatest gifts if you choose to learn from it. Mm -hmm. It's uncomfortable in the moment because no one's like, yeah, I want to be triggered. But it can be also be really powerful because either we realize, hey, yeah, where is this in me and where am I acting from an unconscious part of myself? Or where can I learn from this and do different in how I want to live my life ultimately, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm actually going to do a workshop of this, of this in the new year, which is something that's been really powerful. So it's going yeah. to be quite deep because yeah. it is quite a deep complex. It's a really a deep conversation. Like, and, and even like, it's like even in having this conversation with you about Andrew Tate, like I feel triggered in mm -hmm. that you saying that I'm like Andrew Tate because there's also like a well, that's morality. Not that's yeah, not that's, that's, yeah. Not but there's part of me that's like, I don't want to be associated with the likes of him, you know, but then it's like, okay, well then am I saying that I'm better than him and I believe that we're all equal and yeah. So where am I coming into alignment with my values? Yeah. Now? And where am I also learning to step up in an area yeah. that could be like him and be bold and be courageous because yeah. you look at the beautiful qualities that he has oh, okay he's bold he's courageous he stands for something stands for something. he's not scared to show up online cool. in a very huge way he's not scared to be cancelled so yeah. those things are very beautiful when you have a beautiful message right so can you step up in those areas and at the same time um can you become an advocate for certain things that you mm. believe into that at that level right mm. yeah and then also okay well where are those other sides that trigger me like the misogyny or the superiority or you know the lack of uh, pulling lack of information from both sides mm. the unbiased view where can i bring those things in a little mm. bit more so uh, well, when i kind of clear out those things yeah. that, that's yeah. what i meant but yeah that's the three top lessons well that was three Ooh. top lessons and coaching session with danielle <laughs> you're, gonna and Luca. you're gonna do a meditation now yeah seriously <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's it, guys. So I that are my they are my top lessons for twenty twenty two. Those are really good, though. I really like those. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's very true with the conversations that me and you have in our own personal life. And, yeah. and um, this is the sort of shit we talk about. This is like our life. This is yeah. what the conversations that we have most of the time. <laughs> so twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. It's going to be such a good year. We've got I'm an incredible so excited. Year ahead. Yeah. We're getting married. We are having a retreat. A retreat's gonna be big. That's where I want. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to have. I'm so excited to be there. Oh That's gonna God. be epic. It's we've gonna be we've been working on like what each day is going to be. Um, one of the days we're actually gonna have a like, which is really, really, really important. Having a mindset. So we're gonna spend, you know, the workshops on on one of the days, just really deepening a, a creating a deeper level creating a mindset that allows you to deal with things like adversity, deal mm. with things like triggers, deal with things like uncertainty, mm. you know, letting go and trusting the process. Those are really hard things to do, but mm. getting a mindset is really the way out of that. Mm. It's going to be such, so good. Like for bonding, handling, handling chaotic gonna, situations. Yeah, yeah. Like the food is going to be amazing. The location is going to be amazing. The people is going to be like incredible. Like the bond that we're going to create, like from our experience and being so in fun. containers like that in the past, like it's just like nothing can compare. Like yeah, those are people are that you have, those you create bonds like for life with yeah. people like that like it's just gonna be next level i'm so excited yeah so 
with that, have a beautiful new year. I'll see you in the new year with some new podcasts and new year, new you, baby. New year, new you. (laughs) 2023, let you be me. I don't know. I was trying to make a rhyme. That wasn't very good. Yeah, that was okay. Thanks. Nice. Have fun. Happy new year. Take care, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, you are at the end of the podcast and congratulations because you are the small 1% that actually listens to this outro. 